Hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Can We Kick It? I'm your host, Chuck, along with Mike. Hey, hey. What's a good word, Mikey boy? Not much, man. Just uh, getting the recording going and uh, <laughs> uh, just relaxing after this weekend of just TV and working around the house. Uh, how was your weekend? It was good. Um, went hiking in Colorado nice. and did a little fishing. It was a nice little getaway out of the heat. Um, but yeah, it was, it was nice to be back, but I was wish, wishing I was still there and the weather and not working, but you know, life goes on. Not, not sweating in 105 degree temperatures here in Houston. Yeah. We got off the plane at like 1am Tuesday night. It was, it was a 95 or 97 or something with a heat index, you know, at like yeah. two in the morning. It's like, all right, this is great. It was 45, 50 degrees every morning where we're at in the mountains. So nice. Yeah. But yeah, man. So, um, we watched some stuff on the plane as well. Watch Westworld, uh, watch the anarchist, which is pretty good so far. A documentary about some anarchists that moved to Cabo and get into crypto. Um, yeah, that's on HBO max, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one watch that. It's it's in my to watch list. Yeah, yeah. And then there's there's another one, Mind Over Murder, which uh, I thought it was over after four episodes, but there was another episode. Episode. I think there's maybe another one after that. I don't know, but that's a good documentary about a murder in Nebraska back like a while ago. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be mostly talking Westworld. Um, on this, the episode is called Generation Loss. Mike, what are your uh, first thoughts? Oh, I love it. I mean, this this episode is just another reason why Westworld is so good. I mean, they answer questions, right, with a little bit of twist near the end. Um, but, you know, it, it lets Aaron Paul show his acting skills. And, you know, he's got this, you know, uh, parasite within his brain and he's trying to fight it off while Maeve is getting her ass kicked by the man in black and, uh you know, Bernard is just out in the desert doing his thing. And uh, I just love where the show is going and we're not even halfway through. We're just about halfway through the season. Yeah. And they've already, you know, given us a nice twist and it's something we don't expect. So I can't wait to see the end of the season because it's just going to be a mind blower twist. I, I got a feeling knowing Nolan and what, you know, he does. Um, it's going to be a really great end of the show. What did you think about it? Yeah. I mean, I think it was interesting that they gave us so much, or I felt they gave us so much, at this point in the season, um, you know, kind of a lot happened and was revealed in this episode. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it's been a great season, especially after people's perception of season three. Yeah. So I'm happy that it's, uh, it's, uh, my favorite thing on TV right now. So yeah, I'm looking for forward to Sunday. Old- has a long way to go to catch up with this quality of TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it did. It did give. It was. It's back to form. The yeah. Last. Yeah. Last week's. We won't talk about it on this because <laughs> we're mostly focused Westworld. I think today, but, um, but yeah, it's it's back to form. But but yeah, we'll we're gonna walk through this episode, and we still got as Mike mentioned. We started off with um. Maeve and Kayla picking up off her last week. So we got that storyline. We got Christina Dolores is back this week. And then the old buddy comedy of Bernard and Stubbs. But 
kick us off like with where we left off last episode with Maven Caleb timeline. Well, Bernard and Stubbs on NBC is every Thursday at seven. <laughs> um, so I look forward to it. No, I'm just kidding. Right um, after, <laughs> right after uh, this is us and uh, the blacklist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh my God. That's great. Uh, now this episode, right. We pick up pretty much where we left off in episode three. Aaron Paul has, you know, been infected with the parasite through the flies um, you know, he's Mave is fighting off um the man in black and Caleb is right having flashbacks to when he and and Maeve were working on destroying the quote unquote last Rehoboam. Um and the it's like, like this lighthouse and they're fighting and getting their ass kicked. And I think Caleb gets shot, right? Yeah. Um and Maeve tells him he he, I think Caleb says he'll never know what freedom feels like. And so she um, like hacks into, I forgot he had had that like chip thing implanted um, to treat his yeah. PTSD in season three. Yeah. yeah. And so she like hacked into it and showed him like what freedom feels like. It was an unusual like thing for him. To, I didn't know she could do that kind of thing. Yeah. It makes me wonder like, if other people have that, if that come into play later on in the season, right? If you can get into that, right? Um, and if that affects like Caleb's ability to fight off the flies, or you know, now that he's infected, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. They flashed us back to kind of filled us in on more of the stuff that we've seen, kind of some earlier f- flashbacks, but uh them at the lighthouse and you know it was interesting to to fill in some of the gaps that supposedly they took out the last Rehoboam and you know after you get shot and she shows um I like how she says feel how freedom is not like show how freedom is mm-hmm. so that that was uh good um but um yeah and then we you know we see Maeve rushing him to the hospital and or takes him somewhere to get treated mm-hmm. in the flashback and then we see I'm guessing uh his wife was a doctor or nurse at this place and um that's where he first sees her I'm assuming yep um and then you know with her I think Maeve, I think Maeve has feelings for Caleb and had gotten close to him, you know, during their time in that period, but she, she wanted him to have like a life and the family, like she never, like she lost with the daughter. So yeah, she just leaves him, leaves him in the hospital and that's where she goes and hides. Right. He's like the one person that doesn't want anything from her. Like the one real person, right? Like everybody's trying to fuck her over except Caleb. Yeah. Yeah, and so I it was a good good flashback um uh, there and um you see Caleb in the room with uh with Delor with uh Holoris Hol- Hol- yeah. um with you know he's been infected and now she's basically laying out her whole plan <laughs> to take over the world. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like yeah, the, the, typical- the park is the park has been designed to be like the super spreader event of this century. Yeah. yeah. So like everybody that comes in is infected by these flies. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, crazy. Yeah, she's like telling him like her whole plan and how like his kind is like now turning into her pets. Um and she prefers instead of carriers, she calls like humans hosts for her virus. <laughs> so like yeah. the tables have completely turned. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like on the flip, right? That they're the humans are becoming the hosts and the hosts are now in charge, right? Or yep. um well as we we see for but right now we're still in like seven years in the future and right after the temperance stuff, but they um Talk a little bit more about the May. What happens next with Maeve and Caleb? Yeah, and K- like yeah, Maeve with, is is fighting right with with the man in black, and then realizes you know during this fight, I think she like shoots him and realizes he's a host, and she's like, "You're oh, you're one of us," and he's like, "Nope, she made improvements or something like that," and um, you know, all of this was just a trap to get them in there so that they can infect Caleb and. I, I don't remember when it, I think it's later in the show, so I won't bring it up, but um, she, she lured him into the project and, and Maeve is um, like taking control of like the, I guess it's what the new Rehoboam is basically. She like takes control of that, um, the harmonic amplifier, I guess, and turns it all the way up and um, yeah, the knocks tower. everybody out, right? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the we, tower within the park. Yeah. Yeah, we see, well, and that's where it, there's a tower in the park and we see the tower later on. Mm-hmm. But this is, we kind of see the tower and um, Maeve basically hacks into it and unleashes like, well, she, she turns off her hearing first. <laughs> yeah. So she's not affected. <laughs> yeah. It basically floods the system we kind of suspect is like breaks the tower and um, Wi-Fi powers. Yeah. Wi-Fi Mave. <laughs> and so they, it allows Caleb and Mave to get the jump on uh, Haloris mm-hmm. and Haloris. Who's like this super badass Dolores Haloris version Mm-hmm. host is like Caleb's got a piece of glass up to her neck it's like okay I'll go with you <laughs> yeah like, really easy yeah yeah it's a little I mean it, I think it may make sense as we talk more about the thing um, so yeah that's when like they've so they've taken her hostage right and that's when they they make their way into the park they're trying to trying to find their escape and the only way to do that right is they got to go back to the surface and through the park and uh to get to their extraction point and of course like the whole time um like Polaris is like talking talking shit to Maeve about how she's become so like sentimental about Caleb um And like Caleb is like struggling to keep this virus from taking form, um, but it doesn't last long because the the machine the 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 tower in the park is turned back on, and Caleb like falls apart, and 
grabs a gun and then he shoots. Um, that's when like, <laughs> they're like, we're going to take this uh, delivery truck, but it's made for hooch. And then I like how Maeve is like, those guys are trying to take your hooch. And they're like, no way. And like start the shootout. Um, yeah. And that's when they, like, they commandeer it. And uh, Caleb gets sh- stabbed. Yeah. He gets stabbed by that guy. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because I guess going back to the first season, the humans couldn't be mm-hmm. hurt or you know, I guess they could be hurt, but I don't remember like stabbing or shot. Right. Yep. And last episode, they're all shooting around and Caleb never got shot. But so I'm wondering about the technology and maybe cause he's infected now with the goo That's what and I'm thinking. the flies that he was able to be stabbed um, by the host or by the humans actually, right? They're fly humans that had turned into host or. Yeah. Um, so it's, a, yeah, it's a little, it gets, it's a little convoluted on some of like how it works, I think. Yep. So, but <laughs> it'll be figured out at some point, but yeah, that was a good scene where they're extracting themselves from temperance and, um, you know, basically he he's fighting the flies and because he picks up the gun and you think, okay, now he's going to shoot Mae, but he's he's controlling himself. But they get they get Haloris in the back of the paddy wagon and they drive um, seemingly forever because I think it went from day to night. Yeah, but they get to the the expansion uh expansion pack expansion site for <laughs> yeah. the park yeah so um you know they they get holoris up to some control room and think he's getting his buddies out to extract him from yeah, the, the thing he sent them the coordinates and he's like oh there there you are yeah we're we're on our way and um Maeve is like fighting like the man in black, or you know, like outside the camp. Caleb's taking Maeve, um, yeah, Holoris inside, and Maeve and the man in black are just going at it. Um, and Caleb is just like really trying to make it till his guys arrive. Um, and Holoris is like trying to control his mind and tell him to kill Maeve. Um, and like, I think that's when like Caleb takes the rifle and shoots the man in black, just as yeah, like he's Maeve got is, the Tommy gun or whatever yeah. kind of gun and. Holoris is like kill Maeve and she got a point in at he's got a point in at Maeve, but then he turns and shoots the man in black, which you know he lives through and mm-hmm. then um but Holoris is like, um, how did you do that? <laughs> how are you <laughs> going against the mind control? How did how did um, you disobey me? Yeah. Yeah. But then then William comes back to life after getting shot. Cause he's host William mm-hmm. and he can never die. Yep. Um, and may basically sacrifices herself to blow everything up. Yep. And, and then we get more Holoris and it's like, she basically, uh, she basically gets out of her chair and then, like what happened to your um, shackles and 
your bindings. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out this is a fidelity test. Yeah, he's what? yeah. She's like, she like gets up and he's like struggling with his wound and he's like, yeah. the team's almost here. And she's like, nah, it's not your team. Yeah. It's, it's not the extraction team. And busts in and it's like, I guess, like more of Holoris's guys. But yeah, that's when like he comes to to the fidelity test that's taking place in the city. Yeah. And I think that's the interesting part here is like trying to figure out like when during this whole sequence is when does he discover, I mean, discovers this fidelity test when she tells him, but mm-hmm. like, I wonder if that was exactly how it happened. You know, does he die up in after the explosion and that's when he dies and that's, so that's what he remembers. Mm-hmm. Um, or the host new host version of um, Caleb remembers in the future and yeah. for the v- fidelity test. So um, yeah, our only one of our, what we're assuming one of our only remaining humans besides C Frankie and others is um, Caleb. And now we know, now we know that he's been fidelity tested, as she said, 278 times. Yeah. And, He's been dead for 23 years. Yep. Which lines up perfectly with the 23 year in the future that uh, Frankie is or C yep. is. Well, that Bernard was in the, uh, the sublime for 23 years. Yeah. So I think as the theme of this, we, we should be starting to round out into um, one thing. So any more stuff on Maeve and Caleb? No, I just... Can't believe they made Caleb into a robot. <laughs> yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I still... Him and Maeve, like... It's funny. Maeve and Bernard have been robots since the beginning. And we don't know when Stubbs became a robot, if he was a host the whole time, or mm-hmm. they get made into a host in season one or two. Um but like Bernard and Stubbs and Maeve are like the ones I care about the most. Yeah, for, <laughs> and for Kayla. sure. And <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, but yeah. So like, yeah, I think I think well, like during the fidelity test, I think she tells Caleb right he's been dead for twenty three years. Um, she's been doing this fly, like parasite infiltration for the last twenty three years. And that it was much harder on adults for the, her to gain control of. Yeah. And so children were much easier. So they grew with this parasite and then eventually matured. And now she has complete control of the world. Yeah. And that's where as generation loss was like, yeah, the older people didn't take to it as well at the, yeah, you know, I guess we saw that in the Senator's wife when she was like still alive and, um, even though they had the host copy and she was doing all the weird stuff to the horses and was like all messed up. Right. Cause mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. older, older people. And so they lost like a whole generation of people, but the young, young youngsters, you know, they were ingrained with it from an early age. So they had, their mind was, was more, I guess, open <clears throat> 
and not open and like, hey, let's get infected with the flies, but yep. well, I guess more more manipulative, right? Yep. So um but yeah, I mean that and and you know uh Caleb freaks out and I'm wondering if he does this every fidelity test, but <laughs> right. Uh, he runs outside and we're in what I would assume is Christina's world. Yep. And which we're calling New York city with the tower floating offshore. <laughs> right. Um, 23 years in the future. Yeah. He, he like runs through the lobby and it's the Olympiad entertainment. Yes. Lobby. Yeah. So it's the same place where Christina works. Yeah. So it's like, okay, interesting. Yeah. I was half expecting when he ran on the street to see Christina walking by. Yeah. Like bump but, into her or something. Yeah. I, yeah I'd be like, Oh <laughs> shit. Sorry. Yeah. I, I went and looked back at that scene just to see if I could see her anywhere, but I didn't. Yeah. That would have been, that would have been a nice segue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can segue into um, Christina now. I mean, in this, she's back in this episode. Um, Maya, which means illusion in Hindi, mm-hmm. is also back. And she's, you know, we see Christina is drawing a picture of the tower. And she says, does this look like anything to you? You know, like the typical, this doesn't look like anything to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, so as one, the host yeah. would say... So I assume that she's probably, this is probably a host in the same timeline now that everybody else is. Yep. In 23 years in the future in New York. Um, but yeah, they go out because yeah, Maya her, loves to go out. Yeah, her roommate like talks her into going out again tonight. Yeah. And she's got like a blind date lined up for her. Yeah. And she, they get to like the bar that night and uh, she like helps her put on lipstick for some reason. Yeah. In a weird way. I've never seen it done before. Yeah. And of course drops it, drops the lipstick tube, right? And it rolls. Guess who picks it up? Our boy, uh, Theodore. Yeah. Old James Mosden. Yeah. Teddy. And uh, delivers his, his great one liner. Um, you know, don't mind me just trying to look chivalrous. Yeah. Yeah, back to season one vibes of Teddy. And, you know, I think Marsden's a good actor. It was good. It's good to see him. And do you, so it's, they've got like, he's got the download of Dolores, obviously, uh, Dolores, uh, Christina, but she doesn't know anything about him, but she senses that she may know him somehow. Yeah, they have like this strange connection, right? Like yeah. we know it, but like they're trying to put it together and he obviously keeps saying, "Well, your roommate told me, you know, this and that." And he's got his cheesy pickup lines and um yeah. she's still pretty like unsure about him. Um but yeah, it's good to see like those two back. I mean, that was pretty much kind of what drew me to the first season. Was like, "Oh, man, James Marsden is in this. Like I really like him. He's not in enough stuff for me." Yeah. Um yeah. but it, it was good to see them back and they they like make a toast and it's like whatever may come next. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good to see them back and it's going to be interesting where this new world goes. Like is all of this being played out in, in Holoris's mind is like, she just rebuilding the park because that's all she knows. 
Yeah. In the well, real world? I think the thing is, is now, like, are there, is every, like, is every major city a park? Because you see Dolores go out, um, you know, when she goes out to Jersey or whatever to look mm-hmm. for the thing. It seems pretty desolate. There's not, like, cars on the freeway and there's, you know, so are we, are we at, um, like, a place where there's people, everybody's under control in the cities and the major cities, and then there's, like, people like C. Frankie out in um, the Condemned Lands? So uh, how many of these, how many cities are controlled? Because she says to basically say that she controls the whole world, right? Yeah. So we just see New York. Um, yeah. Where does the vice president and all of this come into, right? Like yeah. he was playing golf and like now you got to assume like they're under some. So like there's like Washington is controlled by, <laughs> by Holoris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. I mean, in, in t- it's weird. Like, like who is Teddy working for, right? Is mm. he working for Holoris? Is uh Holoris trying to get um Christina Dolores out of her loop and become sentient? Um there's so many questions. Yeah. Um with what's going on. It's still a lot of questions going on with what's Dolores what's the purpose of that? Of Christina, uh, we I think we can kind of deduce that it's twenty thirty years in the future. Yep. And then that brings us to Stubbs and Bernard, where they are now out in the condemned lands with C and J and everybody with the first letter, a first initial. <laughs> Q and, and R and S. Yeah. Q, the Q and on is there. <laughs> yeah. Um condemned lands aren't real. Yeah. Major drops. Uh Q drops out there getting people all psyched up. Um <laughs> but yeah, they they Jay and basically wants to they're making a decision on I like how Bernard knows what's going on with everything, yeah. uh, you know, and he's like, uh, they're deciding if they're going to kill us. <laughs> and Stubbs is like, do they? Because <laughs> he doesn't know. And, most, most of the time they don't. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time they don't. And yeah. then for some reason, C steps in and, or Steve C steps in front of him, points a gun at Jay and mm-hmm. C's, girlfriend steps in or we, we found out that's a girlfriend um, and basically say they have to do an extraction. So they're going to extract somebody mm-hmm. from somewhere. We don't know who it is, but they want to take Stubbs as collateral and Bernard's like, or Stubbs is like, should I go? And he's like, uh, yeah, you basically have to go, but it's, um, <laughs> it's, he it's, says something to the effect. Yeah, it's like, like not for his per- protection or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, is Stubbs going to be killed on this or is Stubbs going to save everybody else on the mission? <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. 
Yeah, because they think like Bernard is taking them on like like a goose chase, right? A wild goose chase. Like yeah. there's some weapon out here, but they're calling bullshit. They don't believe it because they have this other objective, right? And C for some whatever reason is is pulled in by Bernard because of what he's able to do and um for some reason and and you know that I yeah they do have the standoff and then we see like C has like a girlfriend or a wife or whatever in the future, yeah. right? And um, that's when like the party splits up and they're like, okay, well let's go look for this weapon. Um, but Bernard knows more than that is going on for C right after they go out into the desert. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they, I like when they go in the desert and you see kind of like the Polaris bot, uh, um, drone <laughs> that's flying overhead. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's searching for humans and so they had this elaborate cloaking system, but Bernard just walks out in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And C basically runs out there and covers him up with this like tan tarp that matches the sand, which they cover their vehicles. So the, um, the drone then says, Oh, nothing's here. And then takes off. Uh, the one I, I, thing that could stop the army, the, the robot takeover, tan tarps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question for you, though. I, yeah. I don't know if you thought about this. I was interested with, um, you know, when like he just wanders in there. And I know Bernard is following like what he needs to follow because he's seen the future. But he when they uncover, he has like a beetle in his hand. Yeah. Do you think he goes out there because he knows that there's a beetle there that the drone would pick up on. So he goes to get that and knows that C will cover him or does he need that to show him the way? Cause the beetle flies off in a direction. I was thinking that he knew there was a beetle there that could trigger the thing. Cause I guess it's a living thing. Yeah. But I don't know. What are your thoughts? I think it was, it, it, I, th- I think that is a possibility. I think it was more along the lines of him. This was just another test of which variation he was in. And, yeah. uh, you know, the beetle was kind of the indicator and maybe which direction it flew in told him, okay, I'm, you know, odds are she's over this way. So yeah, that's, that's a good pickup. I, I didn't think of that. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's more along the lines of a variation check for him. Oh, the beetles here. Okay. We're good. <laughs> We're yeah, not gonna die by yeah this he's robot. like, okay, yeah, I found yeah. the beetle. Okay, we're right, we're still on track. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah, and then they they find the spot. They bring out this big industrial like fan that blows fan. away <laughs> that blows away like a little bit of sand, and then Bernard starts digging with a shovel. Yeah, and I don't think it made that big of a dent, but no, um, fire it back up again. I don't. Yeah, yeah, but uh, get the second we, layer out of there. He knows the weapon, and we he digs it up, and lo and behold, it's Maeve. Yeah, like the whole time, right? Like, he knows what he's looking for, and of course, he's talking to C, and he tells her that he knows she isn't really looking for a weapon. She's looking for her father. Yeah, we confirm in this episode, she basically is, is like, we're not going to find your father here. Caleb was... Uh, Caleb's not here. So we, we know now, we 100% confirm that C is Frankie, Caleb's daughter. Yep. So, yeah, but I like how they did it very subtly in that C, Frankie, 
didn't go like, what? How do you know my father? How do you <laughs> right. know he's not here? She's like, oh, okay. You know, it was, it was actually done pretty well. Like, yeah, it was, it was a nice buildup. I mean, we just went through the different timelines within the show, but they were staggered on top of each other. Yeah. It's revealed that, you know, Caleb's been dead and they uncover Maeve right around the same time. He's like running out the building. Yeah. And, he, and, and it's, it's interesting because like, you know, Maeve and William, Maeve like hugs William and then blows every, blows them two up. But like when she blew up the thing, did they just get buried underneath? And did, did William host William like get retrieved by Charlotte and what, right? Uh, Holoris. And why would Holoris just leave Maeve there and not take her <laughs> and reprogram her? That was they, my thing is, well, oh, that's, that's clumsy. Just leave. Your nemesis out in the desert. Yeah. The most, the most apt host that there is. Yeah. You're just going to leave her buried. Eh, she's fine. Just leave her out there. The birds will get to her. Certainly not in 23 years will it come back to bite me in the ass. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That would be fine. Uh, But yeah, it's, it was interesting. I mean, there's a, there's some nitpicks, but I, I'm like super excited for the next the rest of the season with um with how with where this is going and now that we're all on the um, what we feel we're all on the same timeline which will be um you know 23 years uh and mm-hmm. I think everybody's going to be on that and we'll see if they run into each other um if everybody starts running into each other they will all come to a point i think and you know as soon as they revealed mave you know was buried in the desert you know this is around the time caleb was running out of the building and that's when holoris likes like meets him out in the street and like the the tower blares and like literally the whole city stops moving yeah it's like what the fuck right and um it, it basically tells him like she's one, right? Haloris is now in control of the world outside as we know it. Yeah. Um, and she's like, welcome to my world. And he gets black bagged and like hauled off for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, just drag his ass back inside. But, um, and then everything goes back to normal. Um, and then that's when we saw the tower, right? That we were talking about floating off the shore, just this yeah. big humongous tower that Haloris has managed to build. And, you know, over time she's just, you know, before she took over, everybody was like, ah, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's this? Uh, it's like a new building going up, right? You don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah. New um, office space. It's never going to get rented out. Oh, it's a big tower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I think it's going to be, um, I can't wait to I watch the what's happening next. And it looks really, really good for the next few episodes, I think. Oh yeah, we're we're in for a treat. I think the season's yeah. going to be one of the better ones so far. So, yeah, it's really cooking along. Anything else? No, no. Did you have any more questions? I mean, you, I, you can't. You caught a little bit more stuff in this episode than I did. Yeah, I have some more questions, but um, we're doing this virtually, and we're kind of uh, yeah, we're we're on the we're on the clock. We're up against it today, but <laughs> maybe we'll do. Um, We'll do a longer one next week with um, the next uh, Westworld, and I also want to hit on some other some other upcoming shows and some shows like uh, that are back. I know 
Um, American Horror Story season mm-hmm. two, a spinoff of American Horror Story is here. I watched the first episode today called Dollhouse, which was awesome. It came out today. Uh, always good. But um, Ryan Murphy uh, is great. And I know there's a bunch more out. There's some movies. Nope, I want to see yep. through a good Jordan Peele. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be back next week talking a little more in depth and um, when we can get together in person. Yeah, and uh, appreciate everybody for joining today. You know, be sure to follow us on uh, Spotify, um, Google Pods, Apple Pods, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Really, um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Can We Kick It Pod. Uh, email us at can we kick it pod one at gmail.com or go to our website at kickingitmedia.com. Peace.